Swick Extra Minutes is back exclusively for our Patreon supporters, and this time around, Chris and Dave try to get to the heart of Tim's Billy Zane obsession. Are they able to figure it out? Well, if you're a Patreon supporter, you'll find out in this edition of Swick Extra Minutes. If you're not, support starts at just $1 a month, and you get access to Swick Extra Minutes and all the exclusive audio content we do for our Patreon supporters. To learn more, check out our campaign at patreon.com slash neozaz. Wyoslea? Does that sound familiar? Wyoslea. We did an episode on this guy. He just said it like five minutes ago. I'm I'm reading my notes ahead of time. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories. Histories. And details. You never knew. Wanted to know. Or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about... Luke's land speeder. <laughs> Did my That's voice the... crack on that? No, it sounded okay. Welcome to manhood, Chris. Yep. <laughs> I got he dropped his balls on us. Live on the air. Boom. Is I... that the name? Like these things always have technical names with lots of letters and numbers. Well, <laughs> it's actually has, the... it would be it would be kind of a kind of a coincidence that the L U K E. Uh, style and speeder is owned by the Lars family who would happen to adopt an abandoned son named Luke. Kwinky Dinky! <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, I guess it is the X34 land speeder, I guess is what it's, it's numbers. They do, they do say, they do say that in the movie. It's like, ever since the X35 came out, the X34 is just starting to demand something like that in the, in the movie. Is, what, is that when the two soul troopers are, are yip yapping? No, it's 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 right after it's right after they they sell to Wyoslia, and they're walking away, and Obi Wan is kind of like one hundred, two hundred, three hundred, and Luke is like, he's just talking like like ever since the you know the something something came out, there's just there's just little demand for the whatever the the Luke's land speeder is. That's hilarious. Luke's doing a consumer report. One hundred, two hundred, three hundred. Shut up, kid. I'm counting. <laughs> <laughs> You just, you just, Dave, you just sounded like, 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 uh, Obi-Wan as Riggs <laughs> in the opening <laughs> of, of Lethal Weapon. <laughs> what do you want to hear, man? <laughs> that sounded like Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. Oh, that brother. That sounded like Macho Man. <laughs> yeah. Um. I am a real American. There it is, the X-34. Yeah. Well. And it does, it does say, it does say, it does have that quote there. I can, my, my page has come up slowly, but it's on there. I like how Tim makes a point and then checks himself and then congratulates himself on being <laughs> right about his point. Congratulations, me. You're just as wonderful as you ever were, me. <laughs> He's patting himself All right, right now on the back. You jabronis. <laughs> Speak while I listen. <laughs> well, Jabroni, good word. <laughs> I'm not sure what it means. I've been in Tennessee long enough. I'm not sure what this jabroni means. <laughs> is that some kind of pasta? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first, and I, I, I hope no one's going to like this. I forgot. I did this research forever ago, and I forgot to write names down. Do you I hope no one's going to like your names? Well, I because don't want, I got news for you. I don't, <laughs> I don't want people to say, well, stop doing them. I mean, I, I'm not, because our next two episodes, I got some <laughs> kick-ass fucking names. All right? <laughs> so, my name is 
cruising on the Tatooine Desert for Hey, what time is it? Hey, baby, those things go all the way up. That's Chris cruising. That, yeah, but that, Dave knows, that area anymore, every store is closed, deserted, run down. That is a shady area now. What the hell are you talking about? Well, yeah. Oh, well, the, where I got hit on. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? You got hit on in your crotchal area. <laughs> that, well, you, you know, it's right past the proper, like, that area where your mom had that store tent back in the day. All those stores are gone. <laughs> That's hilarious. You're, like, saying, you're talking about when the guy went, what time is it? Yeah. So neither of us knew what you're talking about, though. But that's, so that, so now you said it's the worst part of town. Dave, it's where you work, and Tim, it's where your mom used to have a store. <laughs> There's nothing new. All the, all the, I mean, those were all like uh, antique stores, anyway. So <laughs> I didn't even mean any. I didn't mean any of that. It's funny. <laughs> it is kind of you know where all the scumbags hang out. Yeah, like your mom, day in and day out. Like your mom. I used to live, like, right down the road from that area, too, so I'm, I'm part of that scumbag mill. Since you moved out, it went to shit. <laughs> yep. But even the, the, the corner store, the Betty's Corner, gone. I, th- I have a feeling she died. <laughs> and no one wanted to take over that store. That store had been there forever. Uh, yeah, they, had, they always had some cool shit there, all, some, some the, old Star Wars shit. Betty's Corner Collectibles. This is this is what I would This is what I would do there. I would, I would go... There, whenever there was a snowstorm, it didn't matter how deep the snow got. It, it could be three feet of snow. Two places were always open. Uh, Randazzo's Pizza and Betty's Corner Collectibles. So I would get, I would, I would trudge in the snow to go down to Betty's to buy some really bad 1970s DC comics and then trudge over to the pizza place, pick up a pizza and bring it home. So what's your next name? <laughs> I am joined by Driving in the Desert Dave. I love it. What's the next? And Tim's titties. <laughs> okay. All right, he, here we go. Does he does he steer with them? Yeah. He yes he does. I Put on the blinker. <laughs> Nipple flashing. <laughs> all right. Luke's land speeder. All right. Is a civilian transport manufactured by the Sorosub Corporation. That's how I'm saying it. Sorosub. Sorosub. That's come up before. The Sorosub Corporation was a massive Celestian corporation that specialized in mineral processing, but contained divisions and subdivisions which handled everything from energy mining to food packaging. Mm, sounds like Halliburton. Yep. Halliburton. Ain't no Halliburton, yeah. <laughs> there's something there's something sinister already within this company. Are these like the companies that go to Africa and mine that you know stuff for the little piece on our cell phones? Is that is that the, what this is? With with the with the skulls of children. Exactly. And yeah, <laughs> Indiana Jones comes comes by. Yes. All of us. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> Um, it was only produced during the time of the Civil War between the Galactic Republic and the Rebel Alliance. Like, you know what our consumers want in this time of war? Land speeders. <laughs> you think they want food packaging? Sure, why not? Let's make that too. New like, division. You're on it, Charlie. Thank you. 
How, you, how long is I, that? Like, it, it doesn't t- seem to sound that long. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tim's turning us into the music man. <laughs> He's a <like> traveling salesman. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my <laughs> The Galactic Civil War. That was like basically like that's 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 like during Star Wars. Yeah. So, so basically, it's, it's, Star it's, Wars through Jedi is is dur- Rogue One through Jedi is is uh, during the Galactic Civil War. That's that's basically. not long. I would think these have been around forever or something, you know. But it, it looks old. It does. It look looks good. old. Are there other? Is this the only one of these that we ever see? Right, like we never see anything. Well, maybe, maybe things like it, but never see one of these. Right? No, I would. I, I don't. I don't think so. I'm trying to think where we see. Yeah, we don't. We don't see many of them driving around. Like like a whole highway of them. You know, like this thing looks like it should be like 25 years old. This right. should, like 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 this looks like something that that Anakin would have been. Should have been driving around when it was new and shiny. shiny. Yeah, it's like a it's like a kid getting his his old beater, you know that that he yeah. that he works on, and he and and it's a piece of crap, yeah. but he loves it because he can make it run. And yeah, that, that's what I was kind of yeah, thought he knows, of this. He knows like if you jiggle the key just the right way, you'll get that seventy two Cordoba to start up. Cordoba. <laughs> <laughs> At the time of the purchase, it cost 10,550 credits new. Do you know how much Luke paid for it? You guys know off the top of your head? 2,002. Whoa, Tim's close. 2,440 for his and sold it to Wyoslea. Does that sound familiar? Wyoslea. We did an episode on this guy. He just said it like five minutes ago. I'm I'm reading my notes ahead of time. Get the poopy out of your ears. Get the poopy. But Tim's right, though. Prior to leaving Tatooine for 2000 because the new X38 model was out, supposedly yeah. reducing the demand for the X34. Which is so how much, how much did he buy it for? 2,000 two, 2, credits. And how much did he sell it for? No, 2,440 credits, and he sold it for 2,000. Oh, okay. Well, that's not, that's not too bad. No. But did we ever... Did, do, do we ever answer how much a credit is, like like in our world? Like, how much is is that in, in our money or now? Nah. Okay. Lira. <laughs> nah. So, okay. So that's what Tim was talking about. Because this other thing came out, it became less useful, but he really didn't lose that much on it. No, and, no. Not really. And where does he... I mean, is I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I assume that when he was working for his uncle on the farm... He was working as a part of the family. I, I never assumed he was making money. Where does he get that many credits his, to buy anything? His allowance. He gets an allowance. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. For Luke, did you empty the dishwasher? Shut Wait. up, Aunt Brew. <laughs> you know what's weird? I never got an allowance as, as a child. Never. Well, you never did shit. Yep. That could be why. <laughs> if you would have cleaned up a little, you might have got a quarter here and there. I, yeah, I, yeah. I never, I never got an allowance. I, I never. Even, our kids don't have an allowance either. Did you get an allowance, Dave? Yeah, I got five dollars a what? week for for cutting the grass, emptying the dishwasher, stuff like that. I had ten acres where I lived, so I. Yeah. Cutting the grass was not just like running a mower up and down a few times. It took you like a day. Yeah. On a on a like a riding tractor, I had to I had to you know, <laughs> rock. I, I was would, out there. 
I would get an allowance, but it was always inconsistent. It was like <laughs> for like three weeks, my parents would give me allowance and then forget. And I'm like, can you get my allowance? And then, they, they, and then it would be like six weeks later, like, can you get an allowance? So I, I, I got an allowance. But once I once I got to about like 12, I started like doing like odd jobs. I would like, yeah, mow people's lawns. And when it would snow, I would go shovel. I had a, you know, I delivered the penny power and I had a paper route, you know. So yeah, by the time I by the time like nineteen eighty eight rolled around, I was a working man. Wow. Tim was Tim was like Jack Kelly in Newsies. He was out there. Yeah. He was the king of New York. That's right. <laughs> the king of uh of Erie Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> he was the king of the crappy part of town where Dave works and Tim's mom no. had a store. <laughs> <laughs> well thank God Mastin on this because I think your your bar is the only thing still open down that street. <laughs> Well, there's that there's that Mexican grocery across the way, where yeah. the Quaker Town Drug is that still open? Yeah, there's there is some that that's like the barrio of Quaker Town. There's yeah. um there's a good taco place. There's um there's like the barber shop, and there's a full Mexican grocery thing, like Tim said, where you can get anything in there. It's like a general store. You can get you know food. You can get stuff that you can't get in a regular grocery store, and you can get your uh, quinceanera dress in there. Yeah. Like you can, is that you that, get um, anything in it. Cigar place still there? Like right next mm. to it, like where they sell the, all the lottery tickets and shit there. Oh, in the news agency. Is that what it's that called? That might still be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think so. I don't. There was a there was a vape place down there, like a smoke shop. And yeah, that open and closed. Yeah. One yeah. of our high school buddies used to used to run that for two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was open two days. I don't know. <laughs> well, this X-34 is a two-seat land speeder capable of carrying two passengers in the cabin and can carry two droids behind the seats using magnetic plating. Nuh-uh, there was little pegs that went in the back of the seat and you stuck yeah. them in there. Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> R2 That's had two. That's how they stayed up. <laughs> yeah, really. I used to hate it when you would put them in there and my C-3PO was so loose you know, like they yeah. get loose from use. He he would never sit up when you were driving around. Every time you'd stick him in there, he would flop back, <laughs> and he would just lay down. He just looked like C three. My C three PO was a lazy bastard. <laughs> he was always cocked out and drunk. This, this yeah, he just him. was taking a nap every time Luke took him anywhere. I have to get so pissed like if they don't fit in the peg, you like push them down, but you're fucking bending the leg a little bit because you're trying to get him on the fucking peg. <sighs> This is first world problems. Sometimes hear it in your voice. This is a this is like trauma. (laughs) At at the time you're doing this, like Cambodian children are running away from Agent Orange, and you're like, I can't get Chief Rapiotis in here. I'm gonna kill everything. (laughs) But at least they can run away from. I'm trying to get mine in the peg. You know. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It was sold in open top and enclosed versions. There is a there's 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 little kind of cargo carrying capacity like. Little tiny, but you, you can't carry much. <laughs> it's where you put your weed, cargo. And don't, didn't didn't the fucking seats look vinyl? Like in the movie, like 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 Tatooine is hot. Am I right? They have two fucking. <laughs> yeah. Don't That's... you think? Like I mean, we we live in Pennsylvania, and sometimes it gets hot as hell here. Do you think that that like Luke's balls stuck to the fucking seat? Yep. And you, <laughs> yeah. and even Obi Wan's balls are fucking older and saggier. They're oh, fucking they were on up, there. They were under the seat. <laughs> <laughs> they were dragging below on the sand as it hovered. That's, that's <laughs> why it's hovering because the balls are underneath, picking up the fucking land speeder. 
Yeah, those things are dragging off the back like Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it is said to be around 3.4 meters long. That's a little over 11, 11 feet. So much math. Yeah. Trust me, I don't. I don't add. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, the X thirty four was unarmored and had no mountain points for weapons, so it was completely <laughs> unsuitable for military use. Who would want to drive that into a fucking war? You know <laughs> That's what I a mean? good question. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's a wartime model. It should at least have one little mount for a little gun. A pew, yeah. Pew. yeah, but it's all wide open all around you. Like there's there's nowhere to, to duck and hide. It's a you're out in the open. What you happens, have happens. to be evasive. <laughs> that's like that, that. That's heavily armored for for the French. They would you gotta use move that. that. You got to maneuver that shit like Paperboy. Two, paper two guys boy. in fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to know is if did this thing have an engine that you could get to by popping the little button in the front and the little door flips up <laughs> <laughs> Not when you need when you needed to do some fixing. I don't think so. <laughs> All I care about is the toy. <laughs> um, well, that's that's coming up soon, Dave. So get ready. It has a <clears throat> repulsor re, re lift engine, enabling it to hover above the ground at a preset height, ranging from ten centimeters. Which just sounds fucking small. Ranging from ten centimeters to what? To a maximum of one meter. And it probably is kind of cool to be like, like zipping across three feet above the ground. Like Dave just said, centimeters and meters, that's math. <laughs> I, I'm wondering, I, I, that's actually a cool fact, because I'm wondering if you would be able to adjust it inside the, the little cabin there based on the terrain. Well, it says that depending on your terrain, you're traveling over and the speed you're doing. So you got to, it's all, you got to calculate all kind of shit and then yeah. turn it like on and how high you're going. If, if you're going over something that's really rocky, you're going to put it up, obviously, higher to, like, whatever you said, a meter. But if it's totally flat and you put it down to the centimeter, I bet you go way faster because the the repulsors are closer to the ground and you're getting more, you know, more push off of the ground from the things. So if you're higher, I bet you go slower. Well, it says that the height setting control is in, is in the location where a gear shift lever would be in, in, in like, a car. So it is yeah. there. So you can you can punch it and go higher. I have a I have a question though. Like if there's like a cliff, like a little tiny cliff or whatever, like like a pothole, mm-hmm. can you still go over it? Or, do you know what I mean? Or, or do you sink in the pothole and then back up again? It would probably depend on how big it is. If if you're if you have enough momentum and inertia yep. to get over the, to get over it, you would just glide over it. But if it's any any kind of chasm at all, yeah, you would. Because the the things that wouldn't have anything to push off of. Okay. If there's a cliff, he's gonna go down it. He'll make that like goofy sound. <laughs> like like he can't <laughs> jump it like like Bo Duke and shit. He can't like little tiny cliff. <laughs> I wouldn't think so because it's not. It's Duke getting nothing there. Yeah, it's getting its uh, power from the repulsors pushing off of the ground. And if the ground's not there, it can't fly. Hmm. Right. Even though it believes it can. Well, it's propelled by three tur- <laughs> turbines. Manufactured by R. Kelly. <laughs> I believe. Now, I, I wonder if it could, could, like, if they go, like, to, like, Hot Rod Night, could they do, like, the lowrider things with this? Like, uh-huh. and, like, and have it, like, bounce up and down? That's so pointless. I've seen those cars, man. That, what's the <laughs> point of that? I get mad because I'm like, what are you doing? You're bouncing your car. Why? It's cool. 
It is cool. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Do you really? But that's not. That can't be good for the for the shocks in your tires. No fucking. But it's brain. not a. It's not a regular car. They they they've done the modifications. Yeah. Dave Dave just likes Vin Diesel. I think. <laughs> oh, I hate those movies. <laughs> I'd rather stab yeah, myself. In the, I'd rather stab myself on the eye with a fork than watch any of those movies. How can you hate Vin Diesel if he voices Iron Giant, Dave? I don't hate Vin Diesel. I, said, okay. I hate those movies. Yeah. I saw the first one. That was it. I ain't watch. Then there like like eight of those things. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think so. But didn't you watch the last where Paul Walker died and he drove off into the sunset? Hell no. I hate you. Okay. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um. It's propelled by three turbine engines, one located above and behind the seats, which has to be fucking loud. Yeah, I guess there is some propulsion off the back. I mean, it must be the the repulsors on the bottom and the thrusters in the back in concert with each other that make you do stuff. Yeah. I guess so. There's two on either side and the behind the seats. Here's, here's the maximum speed. 155 miles per hour. No. That thing? That's what, yeah. No seatbelts. And it does 0 to 60 in around 4.1 seconds. That's this thing's dangerous. There's there's, yeah. there's no roof, there's no sides, no seatbelts, no baby seats. It's fucking dangerous. It was the 70s. Basically, anybody oh. who survived the 70s is a superhero. Tim, how many sure. times have we heard that like when we when we were kids, our parents put us in in the in the, the glove compartment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was no like nothing. Yeah, we rolled around in the back seat, no seat belts. No Mom nothing. and Dad held us on the front seat while they drove. Back you know? when we were kids, man, Capri Suns were in used blood packets. So, I mean, God, everybody. Do you know what's weird? <laughs> Survive. <laughs> I, went, I went to the store. I got two boxes for $5. All right, I brought them home, whatever. I think Luke's going to love these. Cal had a fit because she saw something that if you, cut, <laughs> if you cut these open, some of them have fucking mold all inside it. Oh, are you talking about like those applesauce things? There's no the Capri Sun bags of juices, like Tropical Punch and yeah, whatever. I said what? So she wants to cut one open and see if there's any mold in it. What the hell? Well, there goes them sponsoring our show. Yeah, <laughs> Capri. Nun. I'm sorry, Mister Capri and Mister Sun. Please, we would still <laughs> appreciate your business. I'm sorry, this is irreparable, Mister Spalding. Mister Capri, come hold hands with me as we walk out the door angrily. Slam. <laughs> Tim just takes it and makes a whole movie about it and all, you know? I think that's exactly how it would go. Because <laughs> I hear Capri's a real dick. <laughs> I want to know now who invented Capri Suns. I have to look it now and see. I just told you, uh. Mr. Capri and Mr. Sun. Mr. Tim Mr. gets Sun. all mad. He gets all mad that you don't instantly buy into his backstory. I just told you. I just told you. Mr. Sun is an olive skin Korean man. Capri Sun and character coming soon. <laughs> he got his start on the fishing boats outside Seoul. <laughs> well, this land speeder had a Mr. Kareem's pants are short. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this had a Duraplex windscreen and is piloted with a steering wheel. No shit, and foot pedals. No shit. Windscreen, <laughs> that little half a dome thing. I know that they put their faces above. Yeah, it's 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 not it's blocking your chest. And you're right, yeah. Tim. Yeah, they're they're above us. So all the bugs and flies are going through their yeah. fucking eyes and teeth. I don't want to pebble hit my Adam's apple. Luckily, we got the screen here. <laughs> There's probably bugs and flies when you drive past the Jawas. Oh yeah, or right over them. Ooh. Um, there was a holographic display and a navigation computer. Which do we ever see that shit? Like no. on, the, on the thing itself? No. Now, the only thing you ever see of that is the the when you watch the special effects now, they really don't hold up. 
or at least if you watch what it looked like then, maybe they've touched it up. Those it's are shiny. really bad. It's shiny. Yeah, it's, it's just like a blur. Because yeah. It, yeah. and then when they shot the close up scenes, they really just stuck that thing on a pole. Yep. And had it just hover there. It looks like there's like a dick or tit underneath it, and it's like blurred ass, so we can't see it. Well, what they what they did was they they put like little mirrors. I mean, it was it was rolling around on wheels, and these mirrors on there they were on a tilt. So, and I guess they just sort of yeah, sort of animated it over, like sort of scrubbed out a little bit, so you couldn't see the actual mirror. Well, these became popular on the, on desert planets like Tatooine because they were capable of withstanding the harsh climate, and also because of the vast open spaces. So these these were popular for whatever six years. <laughs> <laughs> Until the XP thirty eight came out, then they weren't popular as many anymore. Yeah, but how long ago did the XP thirty eight come out? Like, was this like popular for like decades? And then all of a sudden, the XP thirty eight is like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, are these like iPhones that come out every like nine months or? Mm-hmm. And they they fuck up on it, so you have to go buy a fucking new one. Mm-hmm. Get the XP thirty eight S. Not your Luke. What's that? What's that, dude? Not if you're Luke, you just keep your old shitty one. Oh, true, true. Well, Luke's Landspeeder was an old battered model that he maintained with lots of tinkering and constant maintenance. That just, that just, I'm not a car guy, man, but that just sucks. Like, most well, people, more people are working on their car than they're out on the road driving it. You know what I mean? That's their hobby, though. Yeah. Like, they would say, they would say to someone like you, I don't know how you, you know, play video games or watch shows yeah. you watch and stuff. That, that's Zen- okay. That is Zen and the Art of Landspeeder Maintenance. He used it mostly to travel the Tatooine Desert landscape. You know, Tasha Station, you know, boohoo, where. There's two places to go. He went back and forth <laughs> between the Tashi, Anchorhead. <laughs> where are you going today? Tashi again. Where next? <laughs> Anchorhead. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that sounds like me, me in high school. We had, we had a we had a rotating every week we had a rotating place of where we would go. One week it would be the Montgomery Mall on a Friday night. Yeah. Next week it would be Lehigh Valley Mall. The week after that we go to New Hope. The week after that South Street. Repeat. <laughs> Repeat. <laughs> Rinse. <laughs> well, his land speeder ended up pockmarked it, marked and faded from the sun with his left side engine counting missing. <clears throat> so his is just he just drove that thing to the fucking ground. How he got two thousand for that. Yeah, this is amazing. Well, he fleeced him. <laughs> He's complaining, but he didn't do too badly. No. Here, here comes Dave's fun part. Now comes the um, toy appearances, okay? Oh, man. Many different versions of the Land Speeder toy have been produced. From the Kenner toy in the original run from 77 to 80, with a 78 release containing R2 and 3PO. Which I don't, I don't remember that. It came with like two figures came with it? I don't remember that. I just remember the ship. Yeah, it's probably from Sears. Then an Sears always version. included action figures with their with their vehicles. <clears throat> it came on eighty four in a revised packaging. The same models, the same molds were used to reissue the toy in ninety five with an updated paint job. And Hasbro had released a six inch black series, which is fucking amazing. I don't have it. It's it's really nice. It's, yeah. the, it's the shit. It comes with Luke and his like poncho outfit, whatever, and fucking. It's just amazing. It's a nice, it's a nice display oh piece. That was one of my favorite toys ever. I played, I played with that so much that the center thruster in the back—that's probably what most kids use to steer it around. Yeah, yeah. 
like I snapped that off and glued it back on a hundred times. <laughs> I, like like there's just a big crack and and repetitive glue marks on that thing. <laughs> uh, that was such a great toy. I used it constantly, that and it was like glue the map now. I think that's one of the ones I still have beta because I didn't sell it. No, you know what? I busted it up to use on the art more. Ah. There's pieces of that in somebody's living room right now. Um, <laughs> the thing that was cool about it, though, is because it did, it did roll and it had springs in it. So when you would roll it across the floor and if it would hit a bump, it would bounce. That's cool. Like it, like it was hovering. Of course it wasn't, oh. and you knew it wasn't, but it had springs that gave it the illusion that it did. It was really, really a, a great toy. I, I, I used it probably every day for, I don't know, Do five you, or six years. That's that's the kind of stuff that Kenner or uh, yeah Kenner really was good at. They they did a lot of things with those toys that made them better than they actually had to be. You know, they, they, they could have just made it basic. I had not done any of that stuff. And they, they, they could have, they could have made it so that it didn't even like, they, they, they didn't even work to try to even hide the wheels. They could have just put wheels on the side of it, like a Tonka truck, but they, they really, they did really did a great job of trying to replicate as best as they could the movie and give you something that sparked your imagination rather than just said, putting out some basic piece of piece of shit plastic that, and I, I have, a, I think that's partly why. The original trilogy and the toys themselves hold such a fascination for us still because they did so well. Now, when you when you look at the toys, I'm sure Hasbro was doing some neat things with some of these toys, but I, they don't they don't seem to me to be as interesting as they were. And maybe that's because I'm older, but it, it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of innovation going into the toys. <clears throat> do you think Tim though because the toys now are so detailed and they're so like they're almost like collectibles rather than toys you can open and play with and throw against the wall you know well some I mean? of them some of them are like the the, X, the 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 black series those are definitely for the adult collector and they they really scaled back on the smaller figures like like you'll notice like 10 years ago those figures were like super ultra detail with like 58 points of articulation yeah. and now they're they're kind of back to way the way they used to be with just like the the five five points and that's it right uh but but when i when i look at some of that stuff i'm just like eh, it's the same same shit different day well the air hogs released a remote control <clears throat> one which i've seen in stores in 2015 and i don't know if you guys seen this radio flyer this just a couple of years ago, or maybe even this year, released a child size ride. You know, like oh, yeah. a power uh, wheel, but it's a land fucking speeder. It's fucking awesome. That's funny. If they I, put that out when uh, they put out the toys for Last Jedi. So, like when you went to Toys R Us on that opening night, um, they were they they had that set up right when you walked in. You're like, holy shit! Yeah, it's. Just, I mean, if if my kids were if, if Luke was you know smaller, done. <laughs> but at the same age, if Luke was a, a dwarf, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dad, thank you. You're welcome, my son. <laughs> is that is that my, your my big, dwarf big voice? Son. Push me around, father. That's <laughs> how Kenny Baker got to the set every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, we talked about this a little bit, but behind the scenes, um, it was built on. It was built out of a, a Bond bug three wheeled car, which I don't even know what that is. Oh, like in Mr. Bean. <laughs> they have um, three wheels. 
There's this car in Mr. Bean and the Mr. Bean TV show. Yeah. It's like his arch and his arch nemesis. It's this blue three wheel car. And he, every time he sees it, he runs it off the road. (laughs) (laughs) And it tips over. It tips over so easily because it's only got one wheel in the front. There's probably one of those. There's a car museum here in Nashville. And there's probably one of those there. I think I remember seeing a couple three wheeled cars. Well, the the finished prop is is actually four point seven meters long. That's much bigger than three point four meters, like you told us. Whatever, whatever the yeah math. <laughs> for 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 the distance shots, Tim is right. A mirror was fixed to the side of the prop to reflect the desert landscape and hide the vehicle's wheels. So it, it does. It, you have to give Lucas and those guys fucking props. And like back then, it did look like it was hovering. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I. You're absolutely right. I'm not trying to like sit here and trash it. I'm just saying, you know, with with the way things look now, it's yeah. You, you can tell for close up shots, a prop was attached to a rotating crane to prevent bouncing, and filmed from angles to conceal the crane arm. Which I think it's behind the scenes. You can see the little crane thing swinging it around and shit. Yeah, it's still cool though. It was you know in a new hope. And it's and it supposedly appears in background shot in the Phantom Menace, which, mm. yeah. well, like in in the the little thing where he's tinkering around with C three PO. I I don't know, but it says it's a new it's it's like a green it's like a newly paint uh newly green paint thing on it. It's like you can see it. I don't know what scene. I don't know. There's that there's scene. that one scene where Qui Gon and Watto are walking through like a junkyard, and there's a ton of things in there. Yeah, like there's even maybe like the Doctor Who or a Lost in Space thing kind of thing in the background. I, a Dalek or something. I, I thought I saw. Or Robbie a the, the robot. A DeLorean. Yeah. yeah, Robbie the robot. Well, here you go. There's apparently a ready for this, Dave. A Cy Snoodles signature signature version with a special paint job, interior fabric. And a signed dash plaque and a hood decal of the singer's famous lips. <laughs> so size stones. <laughs> Only the, five thousand of these were sold. What, where were they? What were they made for? I collect. I guess collectibles for for people who want a size noodles land speeder in their collection. <laughs> but why size noodles? What does size noodles have to do with the land speeder? Tatooine. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird choice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, it would be cool, but I'm just saying. It's I got a weird. photo here of it. I got a, a picture of it. And there's a big ass. Who who made it? Who made that? Doesn't say it to me. Hmm. That's a strange choice to pick her. Uh, What's wrong uh, with her? You don't like her? I love her. <laughs> I'm just saying it's uh, she's got nothing to do with this. <laughs> That chick could suck the chrome off a trailer hitch, but I don't want her. I don't want a land speeder designed after. Wow! You remember that first? They were so cool. I mean, they were so dumb but so cool. And you can still play them on, uh, like the Wii. You could buy them. Those Super Star Wars for the Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. And there was that stage where you had to drive the land speeder to the sand crawler. Yeah. That pissed me off because <laughs> you could you could not control that thing no matter what, and all you did was bang in the rocks, yeah, and you, had, yeah. you just bang, bang, and you bang, went back and oh. forth, back and forth. You did, yeah. 
And you're trying to keep the sand crawler in the middle of the screen, and all you're doing is hitting rocks, and you're looking at like your shields, and they're just going down and down, and you have to do it like 17 times. And all you're doing is driving. <laughs> so I'm saying props to Luke for being able to drive that damn thing, because I never could. Those games were I'm try- awesome. I'm trying to find this this Sniper Land Speeder. I don't see it. You know, this is the other thing about Tim. It's not his fact. He's going to fact check you. <laughs> he does not believe you. I can tell in his voice. He thinks you're making this up. You are a liar. Liar. No, no, see. Liar. Well, that's all I got. But where? Did, but I'm trying to find where you saw. I, I'd like to see this thing. <laughs> I can send you. Where a picture. did you find this information? I can send you. I can send you a picture of it right here, Tim. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> this is great, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> this might did he, be did he this catch is, you in a lie no I'm, I'm not I <laughs> I think this might be a hoax a collectible and for for us in, in this world and not in Star Wars world <laughs> oh, that's what I thought you meant okay I thought does, yeah no does, uh, but I'm, I'm trying does, does I'm trying to find in the, in the Star Wars universe no I'm trying okay. to find that's just a picture of this. Tim, I'm sending you a picture. Because I want to know who... I, I'm, I'm curious. I'd like to know who made it. I've never heard of this thing. And I'd like to know. I love this. I, I could listen to it, too. I want to see a picture. Tim, I'm sending you a picture. I, I don't think... I want to... Where are you finding this information? Tim, it's right here. <laughs> Give me I love it. Give me a you will show me this. <laughs> I, think I, I just took a picture. It's kind of crooked, but I'll send it to you. This is like Tom Hanks and Jack Nicholson. Or Tom Cruise and John and Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Tim, do you do you see it? Where did you send it? You're I, goddamn right, I do. I, I texted you. Did you have the code red? You need You're me on that wall. Ready. You want me on that wall? You're goddamn right, I did. <laughs> well, that's all I got. So, Tim, you, you can look all you want. Well, yeah, either I see way, that here, but I, I, is it is it is it a? Did someone make this? Is it like a? Is it like this? Is this like a Boy Scout Pinewood Derby, or is this something that was made by Kenner? Let's. So this is how the show ends. Tim, I, I don't know, and Over I hate this. You, I don't like you questioning me. This, this is my last episode. Chris is a liar, <laughs> and I'm off the show. Either way, I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was Kevin Bacon doing during that scene? Just just, just watching it. Fixing his hair. That's Tim's answer, I think. Anytime. What's so and so doing? Eating a burrito. (laughs) Well, that's all I got, dude. This is unfinished business, though. I want to hear how this ends. I I don't know. That's that's. I I I see what Chris has sent, but that looks to me that honestly, it looks like a Cub Scouts Pinewood Derby. I don't see where this was made. Where did you get this information? I'm telling you, I got it right here. I got it right here. Is, it, is it, Did you find this on Jalopnik? Jalopnik? I ain't telling you who my resource is, Tim. Ooh. <laughs> okay, wait. Now I see. Okay, I see this. This. This car. The plot thickens. See the three. The three-legged car. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do my my feedback while Tim's doing this. I'm trying to look and see the guy's name. Look all you want, Tim. All right. Only five thousand were sold. Okay. That's Brief right. Some dealers. So this is in the Star Wars universe. This is this is not this isn't like a real toy. This is like something in the Star Wars universe. Like 
It's not a real thing. Tim is like Johnny Cochran, man. He is not letting go. <laughs> Who's the guy from Seinfeld? What does he always say? Jackie Childs. Yeah. <laughs> Who told you to put the bomb on? I didn't tell you to put the bomb on. Where did you find this? No, I, 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 see, I see where Chris got his information, and it's, yeah. It, that is so not this is a, in the Star Wars universe? How the hell did this is in the Star Wars universe. This is not an Earth universe. Yeah, but so this her- is not a thing that, that we can readily go out and purchase on no. eBay. How can her lips though be on the on the hood that big? Paint. <laughs> Paint. A decal. So anyway, that's <laughs> that's all I'm saying. And I have um am I doing my feedback first, Dave? Go for it. All right. <clears throat> um this past weekend, or a couple weekends ago, I went down to Awesome Con to to meet Chewbacca, the new Chewbacca. Uh Tom Welling, Mega Rosenbaum. Anyway. They were both there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Were they together? No. Which kind Why of was, not? I don't know. It was it was Tom Welling and then a few other people. And then uh, people were saying because the crowd, both of them had big-ass lines, oh. that if they were side-by-side, side, the fucking lines would have been like hard for the in the same area. You know what I mean? Was right, the was, Chewbacca uh, were like, I wish I could be closer to the Superman over there across the way. I'm a big fan of he's on the Smallville. Do you know, this is the, my, you know, my, my brother's wife, Angie, okay? She saw what I posted on Facebook and asked me, I saw it over at Easter holiday. The guy who plays Chewbacca is, um, is he deaf? And I was like, no. She thought the way that he was speaking... Was like from a like like a deaf person would speak. <laughs> was he Swedish? Or yeah, was I, I told her. Yeah. I said he, he's from like Sweden or something. He's like that, that's his accent. She was like, oh, I thought he was deaf and how he was speaking. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> you say he just looks like he doesn't can't hear. And I always thought that chef on the Muppets was deaf yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, birdie, birdie, birdie. But I was in a line to, for Chewbacca, and I was with um, Adam Hack, Adam Hackworth, and one of our listeners was there. We were, I was chit chatting with him. We were in line, and I start, I start, you know, talking loud, whatever. And I start laughing, and there's this guy wearing a celebration shirt, maybe four people ahead of me. His name, I don't know his last name. His name's Marco. I posted it on our on our page. Hello. He, he, <laughs> he turns to me and he just points to me and he goes, "Star Wars in character." And I had no, I had, I had on a Superman. And you pointed him and said, "Force cast." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who the fuck is? So I was like, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> he just started naming podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Nerdist, like, card yeah, talk, nerdist, Chris Hardwick. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah," and he goes, "I, I, I recognize your laugh, and, and you're, you're um." <laughs> You're um Tim, right? And I go no. And he go well. Um, it's Dave. I was like, all right. I know you you know the show, but it's it's Chris. Oh yeah, like he didn't know my he didn't know the names. He couldn't put the name to the face. Right. But I thought that was cool as shit that he 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 recognized me talking to my laugh and I'm in line. That it was pretty cool. It is really cool. That's uh, that's really nice of him, and you get to be uh, a celebrity for a couple of seconds. Well, I, well, I like told him that. And and I said, wow, I feel so important. He, you know, he wanted a picture. I wanted a picture. You know, people were like round us, going, "Who the fuck is this asshole?" You know what I mean? <laughs> but then <laughs> that's what people usually say when they see us. Yeah. True. <laughs> Doesn't matter where you're at. You're at Wawa buying a meatball sandwich. Who the fuck is this asshole? Like this asshole. <laughs> Eating a meatball sandwich. Well, I normally get six. He got seven. 
That's <laughs> whole. But then after I I posted that, <clears throat> somebody posted on our page a Jason <laughs> Heedman. He wrote mm-hmm. this, which I thought was, I, I almost cried. He said, you guys and Neo Zaz are a perfect example of how people should run a podcast. I've noticed many others just, just kind of diss their listeners and have an almost diva attitude. You guys are all down to earth and know what the listeners are and what keeps you going. We appreciate Fuck you, that. listeners. <laughs> Make me a goddamn sandwich. I just thought that was sweet. I thought that yeah. was really sweet. <laughs> Chris is in the middle of this thing that says that always made him cry, and Tim has to interrupt it <laughs> to say that. I think that's payback for a thing about your mom's store. Yeah, that hurts. Ever Some since cuts then, never heal. that whole road went downhill. <laughs> that was Ever really since nice. Country though. Tastes went in back in 1991. <laughs> was that really what it was called, Tim? Country Tastes, yep. <laughs> that was really nice of both of them. Yes. Yeah. I, I I was recognized uh, a few weeks ago. <laughs> in, in a glory hole. <laughs> yeah. Hey. He stuck it in and went, yeah. Tim? Star Wars Tim? a character? <laughs> Tim? Pass the popcorn? <laughs> Pass the penis. Tim, Probably. that best of five, five most handsomest men is chosen by men? Because <laughs> um, Tim has hashtag suck it right on there. <laughs> it makes it easier when you see it, you start with sucking a, it. <laughs> with a picture of Toby Maguire with a thumb up. Yep. Why, um, Toby, why Toby Maguire? Why Toby Maguire? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I, have to, I have to know. It doesn't matter. I have to interrupt. I have to know why. The first name that, the, the first name that popped up was Gary Busey, but that was too on the nose. Okay. <laughs> I just need to know the thought process. That's I all wanted, I need. I wanted to go more modern. I don't need a real answer. I just need to know where you're going. Uh, I was at I was at the uh, the user's bookstore here in Nashville. It's called McKay's, and I, I wish I, I can't remember the the guy's name, but he recognized me. I was I was I was walking. Around, I, I had a few CDs in my hand, and he was he was talking to me, and I was you know I, he was it was very nice. It was a nice interaction, but I felt a little embarrassed because one of the CDs in my hand was Ace of Base, the sign. <laughs> So I was like, I don't hope you didn't see that ace of base in my hand. <laughs> all that she wants is another baby. She's <laughs> gone tomorrow. That's that's all she wants. <laughs> and what, what's funny is I, I bought I bought that CD. I bought the uh, that ace of base CD to play on my radio show because I was going to play it on the anniversary of Kirk Cobain's death. Because I remember that was the number one song in the country. It was everywhere that day was Nirvana. And Ace of Base, the sign, and uh, and I completely forgot. So now I bought that CD for a quarter, and now I have to wait a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're making fun of me of my world problems. God damn it! <laughs> uh, are we doing uh, any more feedback, Dave? We want to save it for. Well, a yeah, okay. I, your your story was great, and uh, Matt has still been collecting postcards and we've gotten a slew recently because we just put our address back up on uh, on uh, Instagram and I put it on Twitter and and on Facebook as well and I'll give you that address then too but we still got we're still getting postcards and uh, I'm going to read you one here it's from uh, Ryan P who sends his from Red Rock Canyon and I'll, I can send this picture to you guys it's beautiful and he says hey guys Ryan Pearson here originally from Atlanta but visiting Las Vegas keep hey. up the great work on the shows suck it Tim <laughs> yeah I love it when they include that yeah 
Like it's important, I think. That that should be our next shirt. Just a hashtag suck at Tim and that's it on it, you know? Who would buy that? Tim would. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he, he would be he would be the only one. <laughs> we I think it's shirt. important that we don't lose the uh you know, the uh, mottos of the show, like the four sock and that kind of stuff. So I'm glad that uh, people are still saying that. But if you want that address, you can. Uh, it's on our social media. If it's easier for you to just see it and get it from there. But if you're listening and uh, want to write it down, it's uh, neozes.com, P.O. Box 771-975, Orlando, Florida, 32877. Send them in. Send them in. And we're going to keep reading uh, the other ones we have. Uh, Matt is also, and Matt's still, you know, he's he's doing other stuff, and and he's going to be back at some point. In fact, he was even almost able to join us tonight. Um, but he's he's getting to do some of the stuff he wanted to do. Like, if, for example, if you're not checking out Airplane Minute, you should because uh, oh, there's all these shows now where they take a movie minute by minute by minute, and there wasn't one for Airplane. And he and our friend Smitty are doing it, and it's uh it's getting some attention. So, uh, okay. Check it's, that out. It's really good. I, I listen to it, and it's like it's weird how they can make like a fifty-minute episode out of a minute, and they do it. And it's and the background. I like hearing the um, history of of the scenes that they're talking about. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but the reason I brought brought up Matt is also in addition to sending me the postcards, he is also sending me the Patreon supporters that have been generously donating, and we thank all of them. And we are going to continue with the Patreon supporter of the week and this week it is anthony pineda so thank you anthony for your support and everyone else that that gives us a you know a a buck here or there or whatever you do you know it all goes right back into the show we don't keep a dime of it it's all for bandwidth and for you know equipment and we we recently had a, a issue with our website all that stuff goes right back into the show it's not like we're pocketing one thin dime from any of this so thank you anthony and everyone else thank you anthony Thank you, Tony. And you're going to do that, too. I knew you're going to do your Tony and Dan's impression there. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. <clears throat> well, I guess it's a time, Dave. It is time for our trivia segment, which is aptly entitled, It's Just Trivia, Dude. <laughs> I like Take a one. pill. It's just trivia. It it's just trivia. Keep it in your pants, man. Tim. Trivia. And the scores are like this. Chris in second now. Because that half point. With 2.5. Tim is in last with two, and I have three. So we're all right there with each other. And we are going through the movies, all of the theatrical releases, that is, and uh, writing questions for each other. Okay? So that means we are up to episode six, Return of the Jedi. And Chris, it's your turn. Okay. I, I I should know this. No multiple choice on this. Oh, I, I will not know this now. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> All right. Before it was unceremoniously replaced by Jedi Rocks in 1997, uh, what was the name of the original song performed in Jabba's Palace? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The, the one we grew up with. Yeah, and I'm thinking yum nubby chubby nubby, but that's fucking Ewoks. Um, Disco Duck. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's funny that you were like, as soon as you brought up Sai Snoodles on that thing, I was like, hey, that's gonna be his question. 
it's a song that that yeah I I'm drawing a a major blank. Um, the 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 original song, right? Yeah, what was the name of that song? Dave, I'm gonna have to. I have no that's idea. An, that's a no guess. Yeah, I, I'm drawing a complete blank on this one. All right, I know Tim's chomping at the bit. Yeah, it's Wimbledon Brighton by the Stray Cats. No, um, <laughs> it's uh, Lopty Neck. All right, that means we're on to episode seven, The Force Awakens, for Tim. Mm-hmm. Here's your question. How many Star Wars years are between the first time Han Solo holds a lightsaber and the last time Han Solo holds a lightsaber? I've got multiple choice for you. Is it A, 31 years, B, 35 years, C, 41 years, or D, 45 years? And I mean Star Wars years. I don't mean us. I mean <laughs> those, I mean that guy. How many years I of say life? 31 years. You said that with a lot of certainty. I am certain that it is 31 years. Wow. I am certain you are correct. Yay! <laughs> That was hey, a damn you, good question. You didn't bat an eye on that. I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> and uh, Battle of Hoth, three years, ABY. And Han Solo's death, 34 ABY, which only makes him. Well, that would be 32 years. No. Oh, no, I'm sorry, 31. And I looked I up his birth because I had to look up his birthday. They they have him as only being like sixty four in the Force when, Awakens. When he died. I don't buy it. What do you think do he was you older? Still need him? Do you I don't. Still need him? I just don't think it. The way they made him look, because Matt has talked about this on other shows. He made this, and then after this, he made Blade Runner. He looks ten years younger in Blade Runner, and he does in Star Wars. Yes, he does. Uh, I don't think he can pull off 64 the way they ha- portrayed him in The Force Awakens. I think that wearing, wearing a scarf puts years on your life. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> scarf adds 10 pounds? At 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> scarf on, 78. Scarf off, 62. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Uh, somebody's giving me a question. Episode 8, Dave, it was all you, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you see episode 8? I saw it once. Alrighty. Alright. This this actor expressed his interest to reprise his role in the movie. But the funny man Ryan Johnson <laughs> wanted to include him, but could not find a place in the story to naturally insert the character. And I have multiple choice. Ooh, alright. Can I, I I think I have a guess already. Go ahead. Do you want to guess or one multiple choices? I'll hear the multiple choices to see if my guess is there. Okay. okay. Is, it, is it A, Liam Neeson? Is it B, Ewan McGregor? Is it C, Sam Jackson? Is it D, Hayden Christensen? Or is it E, Roy Scheider? <laughs> <laughs> you had to throw him back in there. I, I had think to. Roy Scheider should be an answer on everything. How many years was it for Han Solo? 31 or Roy Scheider? Well, guess what? My next trivia, you use names and number E. 
But yes, well, Liam, right, I'm in, Ewan, Sam, or Hayden, or Worcester. All right, I'm in trouble because uh, uh, my my guess wasn't there. I thought you were saying that the uh, you were saying funny guy as in because, making fun of Ryan Johnson. Yes. All right, I was I'm thinking sorry. it was Simon. Okay. I thought it was Simon Pegg for some reason. Is Simon Pegg in the in the eighth one? No. no. Okay. He should have been. But didn't he help write some scenes or something? Or is that for the force of I don't know. It's a blur. All right. Liam Neeson, Jackson. Ewan McGregor or Hayden. Or wish I knew. This 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 actor wanted express interest, but Ryan Johnson couldn't find the right spot to to put him in. Alright, knowing these guys, I can't believe it would be Ewan McGregor, because it seems like they're having to bend over backwards just to get him to even consider this Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Um, the other guys are dead, so they'd have, I mean, their characters are dead, so they'd have to be ghosts. And Sam Jackson seems to be want to be in every single movie that's out. <laughs> so I'm going to say him, Samuel L. Jackson. That, Dave, is incorrect. All right, who was it? Ewan. Really? Express interest, yep. I can't to, believe To reprise Obi-Wan, but Ryan couldn't find the right place to... He could have put him in the in the tr- in the the tree and, and Yoda scene, right? I would think. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised that he... I guess maybe if he is considering this Obi-Wan thing, he's, he's coming around on Star Wars. He seems to me like one of those guys who was like, kind of done with it. Well, that's. I think he's the new Mark Hamill. I think he hated it, and now he wants to be back in it again. You know. Hmm. All right. All right. Well, that means we have a almost complete tie. It's Tim and I with three, and Chris with two point five. We're all right there. Damn. Well, thanks for listening to, to, to me tell you about Lance Peter. Yeah. And join us next time we discuss. Galen Walton Ursa. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.